You know, you could get a lot more thinking done if you would just stop overthinking, which I know doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because I'm saying you can think more, but you're overthinking. Here, here's the deal. 73% of 25 to 35 year olds overthink all the time. And 52% of 45 to 55 year olds are overthinkers. So think about all the time wasted, all of the unneeded energy in your brain that goes on with overthinking. But scientifically, it, it, the stats don't lie. The overwhelming majority of us overthink due to worry and anxiety and all these responsibilities and trying to think of things that just you can't change. There's nothing you can do about it. But yet we think we overthink about stuff so often. So we're going to get into that right now. You found the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast, where we talk about all things leadership because leadership isn't just what you do, it's who you are. So we help to make you a better leader, help keep your sanity, and make your team better so you make more money. So every week we talk about a different topic that helps you do all those things. So hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Tell all your colleagues and friends, and let's get a discussion going on how we can grow together as better leaders. Welcome back to the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast from across America and around the world. So good to have you back. So overthinking, you could actually get a lot more stuff done and you could think more if you stop overthinking. And I know that sounds kind of a backward way of looking at it, but what I mean by that is, and, and I've always said, if you, you cannot be in two emotional states at the same time. So if you're super happy, you can't be super sad. And I, you know, each thought process has its own space. And overthinking gets you, you can't think clearly. So you can actually do more consistent, you know, productive thinking if you'd stop overthinking so much. Or you think about how many times have you thought yourself into a situation and, and predominantly it's negative, of course, but you thought your way into it because you kept overthinking and you didn't really have facts. You didn't have you know things that really were real. It was just your feelings or this, oh, this one bad thing always happens to you. Of course, you never think it's anybody else because if you scroll through social media, you think everybody's life is just amazing, except for those one or two people that for some reason can't stop sharing all of their drama. But I'm not talking about those folks. I'm talking about just in general, how often you you see people because you know let's face it we all pretty much post our fun stuff and when people are struggling they they kind of go silent don't they they kind of don't post as much because they don't want people to think they're struggling but getting back to the topic of overthinking if you think about how much time you thought something was going to happen one way and it just didn't and you overthought it so much that you kind of wasted a lot of time and literally thought your way into problems. So I wanted to go through some helpful stuff for you so you could stop overthinking, but really kind of identifying some of the issues you're probably having, the things that are holding you back, maybe things that you're resonating with. And looking at the statistics I mentioned earlier, it seems to be a problem that all of us, if not, well, three-fourths of us, are probably afflicted with, if you will, because you have in the void of information, 
that is always filled with negativity. You ever notice that? Like when you really just don't know for sure something. And that could be as simple as, does a certain person like me versus, oh, I'm applying for, not even applying for a job. Let's say you actually got an interview and you had it, but you don't know what's going to happen. And then you get some email saying, hey, we just decided to move on with our candidates. You have no idea why. And you think something's wrong with you. I mean, uh, most companies are posting positions that they're going to fill internally, right? But they have to post it because some person in HR told them they had to or whatever moronic reason, rather than really looking for uh, the right person. I'm going to get off on a tangent here, so I'm going to stop myself. But maybe there's nothing wrong with you. But if you don't have that information, you can't help but overthink the problem is you. And that could be, again, from a job interview to somebody not liking you, to not getting invited somewhere, to you name it. So those are the things that just, I think the human nature of it is doing that. So, you know, let me go through this list here and you can tell me if you, how much of this is affecting you. We've all heard the same analysis by paralysis, overthinking, and then you wind up never making a decision, right? Or, or what, what, that, that's where I put the perfectionist in that category, because the one thing about perfectionists, especially when somebody tells you, well, I'm a perfectionist, what they're really saying is I'm never on time for anything. They take so long to get through every little thing that they never get done on time. And it's just an excuse, but you overanalyze so much, but that really is its own defense mechanism. Like you're, you're, doing it on purpose so you don't have to make a decision and it puts you in some safe space of, well, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm trying to see what's going on and I don't really have to make a decision. I'm covered, so to speak. And you're kind of copping out. You're really not doing um, the work you need to be doing. And think about procrastination, the fear of a wrong decision can, can lead to Delays, things being done the wrong way. And, and we, well, I'll get to that next week. I'll do this or, or it's not super important right now. And I'll put that off. But a lot of times it's something detrimental. A lot of times it's about your health or some financial decision that maybe you, if you just made the dang decision, it would have been fine. And certainly increase stress because the more you start thinking about problems or scenarios, it boosts up your stress level, both mental and physical. A lot of times, you know, especially if you're leaders, uh, I've always said there is a huge difference between physical tired and mental tired, right? And when you are constantly overthinking, you obviously you cannot focus on just doing the dang thing. Your 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 stress level is going up because the it's like this snowball effect where the more you're overthinking, now the more you have to think about, and it just keeps piling on and piling on. And ultimately, that's going to kind of lead to you being known as not being a problem solver because you know it's one thing to analyze something to um, have some discernment, if you will, to, to, to say, hey, I don't know about this or what about that? Have you looked at this option? That's one thing. But when you just kind of stay there, you start becoming known as somebody who can't solve problems. 
And it actually clouds your judgment. And you might think, oh, well, I'm looking at every possible scenario to the nth degree, but you wind up never really making a decision. So you really don't have better judgment. So the next thing is reduced creativity. Because when you're constantly in this overthinking loop, your ability to think differently gets compromised. You you don't expand your thought process. You don't look at options you might not have thought of because again, you're overthinking. Your analysis by paralysis is keeping you in that safe space of not having to make a decision or saying, well, if I do this, it could all fall apart. So you're, you're actually reducing your creativity instead of saying, well, what if, and you kind of stop yourself from the what if scenario because you want to stay safe and never wind up making a decision. And ultimately that's going to lead to something. So one thing for sure is a relationship strain because overthinking, it can lead to misunderstandings, unnecessary tension, both personal and professional. If you become known as that person that overthinks or, you know, the, the ultimate uh, debate every single day, uh, if you are coupled with somebody, whether you're married or just in a serious relationship of what is for dinner tonight, I mean, how many times have you just overthought what is for dinner or what are we going to do this weekend or whatever? And ultimately, when you can't get out of that mode of overthinking, it, it really strains. It really makes people, you know, especially if you're at work in a leadership position, that's one of those things that people are going to stop coming to you with things. So like in previous podcasts, I talked about when you fly off the handle and you're not really mad at that person for telling you, you're just that kind of person. And they start hiding things from you because they don't want that backlash. Well, this is kind of the quiet version of that, that you constantly never make a decision. So they just stop talking to you. They, they stop bringing stuff to you because they know they're not going to get anywhere with it. And in your personal relationships, if that is you know, consistently going on, that's, that's bad. That's where people stop telling people things. They start hiding things and all of that. And you don't want to have that problem. I don't think you do, but that definitely leads to that and really strange relationships. Another thing is after a while, it really leads to low self-esteem on your end because you're constantly second guessing yourself because I mean, when you think about accomplishing things, anything, what doesn't matter what it is, it occurs in small steps of doing something and then doing another thing and then doing another thing. And then you, you start to gain um, not only credibility, but you, you feel like you're accomplishing things in it's the same thing with decision-making when you don't make them because you are constantly overthinking, you're not good at making decisions and you, you, you get to, you start second guessing yourself. You, it drops your esteem. It just, even if you don't notice it, you start feeling like you just can't make a decision. And the thing is, it's like, yes, you can. You're just not willing to make one even little ones and, you know, have that confidence of just, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And here's where we're going to go. And here's what we're going to do. That could lead to a lot of sleep issues. Overthinking, this is a huge one of how many people really it's 
time for bed and they're staring at the ceiling. And the next thing you know, you're doing that, that, that the countdown of the clock where you're in your head doing the math of how many hours of sleep you're actually going to get. And then the next hour is like, oh, I, you know what? I can make it on seven hours. Eh, well, six, you know, and it just, <laughs> the clock keeps winding down. And the, the thing is, is when you don't really end your day properly, and I've talked about this before, like getting ready for the next day, meaning tomorrow, today, like finalizing today and thinking about tomorrow. This is, this is one area where you're going to be thinking about that when you should be trying to go to sleep. And overall, obviously, your productivity is going to take a nosedive because if you're not making a lot of decisions or you just can't make one, you're spending too much time in your own head. And that's taken away from actually doing something, from actually seeing, hey, maybe this works or that works or just doing something. Again, if you are not in the mode of exercising your decision muscle, it's, it's going to go away. You're not going to be able to do that. And that ultimately leads to not getting things done. And how many times can you really go to your boss and say, we're looking at this, we're looking at that. Or have I talked before, like in, in, especially in the, the sales arena, how many salespeople have said, I'm laying the groundwork because I'm, I'm doing initial contacts of stuff constantly, but they're not really getting anywhere because a lot of people, don't even like to ask for sales, even though they're in sales. They're, they don't really go to that next level. And they spend all this time getting ready to get ready. And it never happens. And a lot of that leads to emotional drain where, you know, your overthinking can be emotionally exhausting. Again, it your, your mental mindset is so critical to how you function. And when you can't make decisions, when you overthink everything and you live in that world of everything is bad or it's all negative stuff, that really drains you. And even, even if you're not an overthinker, you have to have what I call mental gas stations to fill you back up as you're going through your day at work, as you're going through you have a relationship at home, you got stuff going on with your, your spouse, your husband, wife, whatever you got kids that are pulling you and got demands on you. You, you belong to a church group, you belong to some other organization and, and you got to spend time for that. And you got all these things competing for your mental capacity. And if you don't set up mental gas stations and what that really is, is just like your car. When I'm talking about gas stations, you run your car, the gas comes down then you go fill it back up. And the thing with mental gas stations is instead of gas, you're filling it in with, with, with more mental strength. In other words, you got to get rid of what doesn't help you, what doesn't serve you and put things in there of, Hey, I am getting somewhere. I'm spending time with my kids. I'm, I'm doing stuff with, with, with my wife or my husband or girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever we're, you know, we're, we're having a meaningful relationship or at work this project is moving forward or, or we're, you know, whatever that is, these little tiny, like you got to celebrate the little wins in anything to help fill that mental gas tank back up to make sure, Hey, I'm trending in the right direction. That's what a mental gas tank is for. And when you don't fill that back up and you don't take time to think about that, then it's going to drain you 
because you're constantly overthinking everything. So here's four things I think that would really help you if, if you're really struggling with this. And again, the statistics day, just the overwhelming majority of us are thinking about these things. So maybe these four things, you know, come back to the podcast, write it down if you're not driving or whatever, you know, if you're running or any of those things, but at least come back to this part of the podcast and, and look at these four things and see what you can put into place that can really, really help you. So one thing, if, if you're in this mode where you overthink everything, you need to give yourself a time limit for decision-making. So when you think about overthinking, you know, it often occurs when you're stuck in a decision-making loop. Like you, you, either you're subconsciously kind of looking for, oh, let me think about this. What about this angle? What, you, you just want to eliminate all the, the bad stuff. And I get it. You don't want to make a bad decision, but you got to force yourself to start making a decision at a certain time frame, so you can break over analyzing things. And so start small. You're not going to solve your biggest work problems or personal problems at, at, the, at the start. Start with some small decision-making things. You know, what clothes you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, uh, what, what you're going to deal with, which problem. Uh, just start a little bit smaller, but give yourself a time limit. And really, what, what really helps with this is setting up what I call you know, you at work, they call it work culture or whatever, but your boundaries of what, what values and principles are important to you and filter it through that. Do they meet that criteria? And even if it's just close enough, start making some decisions based on, okay, I've got X amount of time to really analyze this and then I'm going to make a decision. The next thing is practice mindfulness and meditation. And th th this is really for like clearing your head, if you will, of looking at, and you can, you can get apps on your phone for this kind of stuff and look all over the internet of things that can help you meditate, become more aware of your thoughts and feelings to make it easier to identify when you're overthinking. When you start thinking about things that either A, don't matter, B, can't possibly happen to you, or, or C, don't really have anything to do with that particular problem. Like for example, if you had a bad experience making a decision on a totally different area that you think that's going to happen every time you make a decision. And that's not true. And you think about meditation, how that can really clear your mind and improve your focus. So again, if you have certain principle and valued guidelines of here's how I think, and this is, this is what I'm going to do then really this, what this piece does is help you get clear, like just clear your head. And when you really do that, you really think a lot of things that are affecting you or you think they are really aren't. You just think they are. And number three, break tasks into smaller steps. So a lot of times the overthinking can be triggered by the fact that the task is huge. And breaking it down into little manageable steps can make it a lot less overwhelming. Like you just make a smaller decision on a beginning piece rather than the overall problem. A lot of times that can really break things down and, and help you get started on going on the right path. And then as it develops, maybe some other information comes into play that will tell you one way or another 
yeah, you're going in the right direction or no, you're not. And you need to rethink at least that one piece. But rather than trying to make a massive decision, make little tiny ones to lead up to that. And the last one, this one really is probably the biggest. Limit information intake. Because this is what's really leading you to overthink is you're trying to get too much information in a sense, which I know kind of, you know, if you're, if you're dealing with a big problem, you, you want as much information as possible to make the right decision. So I, I can understand that. I get that. But if you get too much information or you totally believe, like if you were in a, with a group of people at a party and you were talking about, you know what, and this is just an example, but I'm going to, I'm going to buy, I'm going to invest in some Bitcoin or I'm going to go into real estate as an investor, not like go buy my own house, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Just pick a topic and start talking to different people and you are going to get, oh, don't do this. Oh, you should so do that. Or, or you can, you can scroll on TikTok right now and there's a, a ton of stuff about all these people doing affiliate marketing. And it's like, well, if all of you are doing 10 to $20,000 a month, then why isn't everybody doing it? And I guarantee you, you can find a ton of people telling you, you should drop everything and do that. And other people that say, oh, that's that's just sales stuff and don't do that. It's just the more you intake, the more you're going to say, wow, uh, I let me think of this. Oh, no, let me think of that. And you just kind of go back and forth. So really limit that. So again, the four things you really need to focus in on is set time limits for your decision-making, practice mindfulness and some meditation to clear your head and really get clear on what thoughts are important to you. Clear your head out so you're not overthinking and then only let in what really helps you. Number three, break task into smaller steps. So make smaller decisions based on the large task and get good at some smaller ones so you can take on that big one. And then lastly, limit information intake. So you do not overanalyze stuff. So I hope all that helps. Again, the stats don't lie. We're all overthinkers, it seems like, and it's really killing our productivity. It's really causing us a lot of stress and emotional wear and tear and sleepless nights and things like that. And hopefully if you do some of these four things, it'll help you. So, you know, send me an email, send me, make a comment, uh, let me know what, how, why you're overthinking. Let me know what works. And I'd love to hear back from you so we can have a better discussion. Take care. So what did we learn today? How did you grow just a little bit? Or more importantly, how can you help someone else grow? That's the whole point of Leadership Lifestyle Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, hit that subscribe button. Tell all your colleagues and friends and neighbors all about the show. Give us comments, feedback, things like that. We will grow together and we will see you next week on the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast.